0: This episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast is brought to you by the Replanted Conference. Replanted provides a time away for caregivers to be refreshed, equipped, and inspired. To register, visit replantedconference.org. You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. It's for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. The Empowered Parent Podcast is a developmentally informed, trauma-sensitive, connected parenting resource. To learn more is at OneBigHappyHome.com.
1: Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me once again are Ryan and Kayla North. Hey guys. Hey Chris. Hi Christopher. So it's summer.
2: Yeah, it is. And it's hot. It's very hot. Yeah. Gosh, it's hot. I feel like we're melting in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Everything's melting. So
1: uh, you know, our, our oldest has you know is home for the summer from his first year at college in North Carolina. Which is at a slight elevation, uh, enough that it's basically like a ten degree mm. difference in temp. Ugh. And he was just like, "Man, I'm I, I'm kind of missing college right now for just the weather." For real? Like, yeah, I, I I can understand that because he has an outdoor job. Yeah, his part time job here is is outdoors, yeah. and so
2: he's getting the stupid heat.
1: But uh, he said it just seems like it's hotter this summer than than normal, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's it seems to be the." <clears throat> The, the cycle of weather here in yeah. uh, in Texas we we tend to have like uh, last summer was pretty decent like we yeah we had like three one hundred spring was pretty days. nice this
3: year this year yeah. spring seemed to be it seems it like when like we have a mild longer. spring we just get a, a punch in the gut kind of yeah yeah, it's yeah. Funny, Kayla said we're melting it's literally ten degrees cooler this week for daytime I highs know. than it was ten days ago
2: yeah I can't even I don't know how we managed in the you know, that much hotter because I mean, today I was just like, oh my gosh, every time we were like, I was thrifting with our oldest and our oldest two daughters. And every time we'd get back in the car, I'd be like, oh, it's like we were in you the store. For, yes. It was like, we were only in the store for like, you know, we'd go into one thrift store and we'd be there for like an hour, hour and a half. And we'd get in the car and I was like, wave of heat that just like yeah. well last oh. Friday
3: we got in so she she didn't drive her car she drove the uh, the, the 15 passenger van and uh, and last Friday I got into it and I'm like why is the AC on like two and not four max I'm like that. that's what I departed at the hand. she's like well you get, it gets cold after a while I'm like
2: I mean, if I stay in it long enough, then it gets cool, and I can turn it down. But initially, it's cranked up after
3: eight hours, and maybe after the sun goes down.
1: (laughs) See, what you need to start getting yourself the habit of Kayla is, no matter what you have it set on when you leave the car, jack it up to the max. Crank it up. Yeah, that's
2: true. There you go. That way, I get nice hot air blowing on me as soon as I get in the car. Which,
3: which is, which is, which is something that I am. um, So, so anybody who knows me, and, and some of the listeners know me, but know that I love cars um I'm a particular fan of ones that are built and designed by mechanical engineers that take this really awesome little liquid and you put it in it and it makes room room sounds <laughs> uh, so 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 having said that I don't drive an electric vehicle but every time I walk by a Tesla in Texas I get kind of jealous cuz they just go inside and the batteries just keep running the AC in the car so it's just just as cold mm. when you get back and I'm like um oh, that's point that's a point for the EVs <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, oh, because goodness. you you, you can practically can't even run your AC at a traffic light anymore because of the hot air just like coming into your engine. Mm. Because if you have any kind of failure of your electric fan, your car's just going to go overheat at the yep. middle, at, right at the traffic light. So, yeah. okay, that's not what you want to talk about. No, no, mm-hmm. I know because we didn't discuss. Let's talk about AC <laughs> before we hit record. <laughs>
1: New, no, but one thing we also like to do in summer. Uh, instead of just complaining about how hot it is, is we like to travel. Especially out of Texas. <laughs> Especially out of Texas, <laughs> right? which is something my wife and I are doing later this month. Woohoo! hoo So, um, yeah, I thought that, you know, we've we've all done this uh, for a long time now, traveling yeah. with children. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, so I felt like maybe this would be something that we could uh, impart our our learned experiences, our wisdom on our listeners to perhaps help them avoid some of the things that we fell into uh, traveling with kids of various ages that, you know, needed connection.
3: Well, and, and you said learn from our wisdom. I, I I thought probably more likely and more true is learn from our failures.
1: Well, that's kind of what I... <laughs> what I...
3: <laughs> because we've, we've done a lot of we should not do that again. Oh, for and, real. And, and, and so, you know, you, you said, you know, we've all, all traveled and stuff. Um, I mean, we we've all taken the kids... Um, we've all done the airport thing with the kids. Mm-hmm. We've all boarded and deplaned with the kids. Mm-hmm. We've got rental cars with the kids. We've driven across country. Have, have you had someone insult
1: your family while boarding a plane?
3: No, actually, uh, oh. we have. Oh, golly, that's that's wrong.
1: That was. It, it's a good thing that I was already in the window seat with a child next to me because you might not have responded. I not would not kindly. have probably would not have responded kindly. He got a. Mean glare from me the whole way. Hmm.
3: So you days. just looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that's a joke. I was a little constrained.
0: <laughs> a, no, I'm
3: just saying mean glare. It's <laughs> a joke. I'll declare on record I love you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, yeah. So, so what this. What do
2: you say to your family though, or do you want to say? Just like, just rude, snide comment. It was just a rude, or... snide comment. Like you know, we've got Gosh.
1: three kids. Two of them were you know, this was little. One of the, the two younger ones were still relatively little. Like you know, Davis was old enough that he, he can kind of take care of himself getting on the plane, right? Right. And but the other two, they need help. And yeah, they were maybe toddler to early elementary school ages, yeah. right? But you know how rambunctious kids are in general plus their boys plus you know the whole ADHD thing plus we're getting
3: on a plane which plus just, it's exciting and new yeah
1: It's a new experience right the whole thing and so All little boys have airplanes that go
3: <laughs> and pretend to fly in the yard exactly yeah. yeah
1: and so you know we were just having a little bit of a problem corralling <laughs> them into the row and the guy just says hey. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of, uh, yeah, y'all need more kids or something like that. And it was just <laughs> wow. the way he said it and look in his face.
3: <sighs> <sighs> I think we should probably have one that, uh, of the episodes just fun travel stories and not oh like, my b- because we're not getting to any tips right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like, we can always do a second episode. We'll, we'll uh.
2: see, how, like, see how this will <laughs> go. So,
3: so, so we've only flown with the whole crew one time, well, twice, there and back. Yeah. Um, and then we've flown with everybody else. You have like twice it, as many it, children as I do
1: too. Right? So. Yeah,
2: yeah. And so, you know. and so
3: now when we travel, the deal we've made with the children is 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 they go to pick a trip, and then they tra- they travel with us. Like um, like so we're all going to Chicago in October, right? For replanted, and and Chris, you you're going to be there, uh, and so that's that's going to be our oldest daughter's trip. So the four of us are taking the trip to Chicago. It's Chicago together. Um, but so we've done one on one. But I re- I remember the time we flew with the whole crew. My parents. They
2: were little. Like I want to say, like the young, the youngest was three at the time. Ooh. Yeah. And the so oldest was thirteen. So mm, I mean, yeah. it was a it was a small crew. We had two that were in five point harnesses, car seats the, that, that, that we was, took that was on, to the on, the, on the plane with us. Well,
3: yeah. one of the things we did though, we
1: did that I think one time, and like that was that was never
3: <sighs> well, again. The only reason I want to <laughs> bring that bring that up is because. Um, I think we've mentioned this before. My parents own a business that prints like on stuff. So they they printed um, matching shirts for us. And we decided since there's eight of us in the airport, we're going to have like, we had like a bright Lumo yellow there and a bright Lumo pink on the way back. So we were easy to spot in the airport. Yeah, Uh, Particularly uh, coming back from Orlando, an airport we we don't have, I think it was maybe the first, the second time we'd ever used that airport.
2: Yeah, it had been a while for sure. So,
3: so, um, but people like, like came up and like offered to take pictures of our group, and they were very nice to us. And they thought it was really cute that we had all those people. Until
1: it became time to get on the plane,
3: and that, well, they were sitting on the plane, and then and these guys, they're flying. They look like they they're dressed like they're going to go play a round of golf. For the moment the plane lands, right? It uh, Turns out after talking to them, they're flying to Florida to play have like a golfing weekend. And uh, our little kids, once once we kind of settled into the flight, they were kind of up and down and leaning over seats and kicking. Ch- and so um
2: and we're taking up like three aisle you know like three rows mm-hmm. right with all of our yeah. people yeah so
3: so um so i i was going to use we had some drink coupons from the airline and i was going to use them to buy myself a drink <laughs> and the flight attendant he, i never forget he says to me um are you flying with all these kids uh, drinks are on us sir <laughs> So I said, we'll, we'll take it. Well played,
2: sir. Well, yeah. And so, and
3: so I'm like, oh, I got these coupons. We were going to burn them. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to give it to these guys, these dudes. That are just sitting in by. front of us. <laughs> so, so I walk up to them and I say, hey, um, I'm really sorry about the kids behind it. We, we, we got them to settle down. But can I buy you guys some drinks j- just as a way to apologize? And I, he looks around and goes, that's not necessary. As he takes the coupons out of my hand. <laughs> Great plane ride.
2: Well, and they were, I mean, the people really, I have to say, you know, they were really nice to us. The hardest part, you know, when we first got on there, because we were flying Southwest, and so there's no assigned seats. Right. And we want to all be together. And so, and we didn't want to pay for, like, upgraded boarding so that we were all together. But
1: you do need assistance with
3: pre-boarding. We
2: did have to so do pre-boarding with our go. special one needs. One person
3: plus one adult. So, then, yeah. so so she gets on the board.
2: I got Patty. pre-boarding with our little one. with her- It's
3: me and five kids in the terminal. Plus, Libby's <laughs> in a stroller, like a two-seater stroller, because we're going to yeah. the house of Mouse, right? Yep. In her lap, she's got her car seat with a five-point harness. Oh God. Kayla boards a plane with our special needs daughter and a car seat. So I've got I've like got her a baby carry attached on. to
2: me and a car seat and
3: So mercifully yeah. though they do family boarding so after the A group gets on on Southwest yeah, we did mm-hmm. then then people traveling with small children get to go on next mm-hmm. after. that. So it's not like super competitive but but once Kayla put that that car seat in there like nobody wanted it so like all yeah. the seats around it
2: everyone everybody's like find a seat away from that small because she's very loud she's so very vocal and likes to make her self-known yeah. and so when we got on the plane and she was at the time she was like four and so she is like just i'm mean, cheerful happy but they were like um let's stay away
3: well if we're doing travel point. tips first travel tip fly with a child car <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. And the flight and crew
3: is nice. They kind of stand, they'll come and say, we'll just stand in the row so people kind of, they see us and they tend to avoid the row until, unless they can't see anything
2: else. Right. Yeah, that's... yeah. But, I mean, and I think we've but told... See, I
1: think that strategy might backfire on you, though, because, <clears throat> or maybe this is just me. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to admit that. <laughs> if I get on a plane and I have my choice of... Not sitting next to the person with the car seat or going to a worse seat, quote unquote, I would probably go to the worst seat. Yeah. Right. But then everyone else does that too. So then the people that are forced to sit next to you are probably not the people you would want to <laughs> sit next yeah, to. Yeah. So, right?
3: so, so it works out because of when you're allowed to board with that airline. Yeah. Because everybody's already taken aisles and windows starting at the front, right? Right. Mm hmm. Um, Front exit rows, and then they fill in everything else.
2: Yeah,
3: um, yeah. It was a fun trip though, because remember that like one of our bags got smashed. The airline had to give us a new suitcase, oh, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, was, it was, was
2: wild. It was crazy, but um, I think
3: Well no the first oh, okay. travel. Yeah, so, so I was going to say this be- before we move on from that. We were in a we were in Tampa a few weeks ago, relative to this date of recording. And after we had done done the events, um, we had dinner with the board members of the of the organization that flew us out there to do the training. And, and I'm sitting across, um, so this one lady, um, Kayla's on my left, she's on Kayla's left, so I'm not really in that conversation, but her husband's sitting directly across from me, so he and I are chatting, and somebody we get onto, you know, flying, he's like, oh, what time are you guys flying tomorrow, and blah, 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 and he says, whenever they fly southwest, his wife, she wants to sit on the aisle, but she doesn't want anybody next to her, so she sits down, and she takes one of the barf bags and holds it in her lap and just and just breathes heavily.
0: <laughs> she said, Nobody sits next to her unless it's a full flight. <laughs> There's
3: your second travel tip for you. This a
1: travel tip for you folks. What I was not expecting. Hold
3: the barf bag. She's like, I just hold the you said she just holds the barf bag in her, in her lap in her lap and just kind of just like deep
2: breathing and people just keep walking by her. Like, nope. Don't want to sit there. That doesn't seem. Yeah, like so I
3: mean, place. yeah, maybe we should talk about road tripping rather than flying because we're just giving general tips. Well, nothing
1: no, to do with I, the family. Well, honestly, though, I think when it comes to flying with the kids, it's it's probably just a, not an enlarged version, but I guess that's lack of a better term of all the travel tips you already know about flying. Right? You know, get to the airport. X. You know. I'm, X amount of time before you and you're and employed. then add more to that and if you got add, the kids yeah. Yeah, with the kids you just add more time. What's the worst that happens? You have a lot of time to kill in the airport with the kids, but you've made it through security with the stroller that doesn't fold up. Yeah. And the 50 million,
3: you know,
2: lobbies that are they're holding in their hands and, and everything
3: and... else, right. And TSA's taking away your son's cap gun that he forgot <laughs> in his bag. There you go. <laughs> well, that actually happened to somebody at this table in in, in in with her her nuclear family.
2: Yeah, my little brother, he was he was he was charged with packing his own carry-on bag and this was you know pre 911 or anything yeah. but he S-
3: still still didn't work out of board you still couldn't guns. board
2: guns or anything like yeah. that yeah but he had a um he had a little toy like plastic gun clearly a toy right like it was like orange and green or whatever like And, um, but it was in the like outside pocket of his little carry on bag. And my parents didn't check it. Like, I don't remember. He was like five or six and he boarded with that. And all of a sudden my parents said ever, they would had people surrounding them and they're like, whose bag is this? And then they discover it's a five-year-old's bag and they're like, oh, and they pull it out and they realize what it is. They would not let him take it with him. They, and they would not let them throw it away. What they made them do was they had to put it in a box, and like ship it to where we were going, and we had to pay for a package. Yeah, that, that's thankfully to be, that's
3: thankfully changed because yeah. one time I went to security and I had like a because we'd I think gone to family camp in Colorado and my pocket knife was in the side pocket of my yeah, bag. Yeah, they'll
2: just let you throw and it I, away and now. No,
3: and, and so they pulled my bag and she's like because it's a pocket knife so the assumption isn't you're trying to board the plant the weapon the assumption is you've got a pocket knife in your back right and and the tsa agent says to me okay i'm gonna keep it simple you got three choices you can walk this to your car but i don't think you want to do that i said no ma'am i do not uh you can pay to have it shipped to your house i said what's my third option he said you can put in that trash can over there i said Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> that's,
2: it's not sentimental, and it's
3: a secure trash can. It's not like you can just dump it in, and the next guy can walk by. around right, it's locked and stuff. And so, uh, which I'm sure they they open at the end of every day and go like, "Oh, guess it's a nice at all pocket." The cool pocket There's knives. We got no way. Here. That, but I don't know that. I've never asked a TSA agent.
2: No, my, I mean my parents were like, "Are you kidding me?" And they had to send it. Like they, we were going to Florida. Ironically, we were going to Florida on that trip too, and and we got to Florida and we got the box and they immediately threw it in the trash. They're like this is not coming home with us. <laughs> We're not paying to ship it back to the paying house. Paying to send it back, but yeah, no, I I've already paid for what a new one would cost. I think the yeah, we've, an expensive I know we've gun. probably on a, another episode we've talked about this just as we talk about being proactive and stuff, but I think the best thing that we ever did when traveling with kids was really prepare them ahead of time for what they were going to experience.
3: Yeah. Especially if we were in flu, yes.
2: Yeah,
1: so when we, we guys flew. have talked about practicing, like you set up boarding a plane. Yeah, we set it up yeah.
2: like we were boarding a plane because... None of our kids had ever experienced what that them, was like. Uh, we,
3: we hadn't talked about this, but I remember like going online and showing them like uh, cabin shots of a seven hundred and thirty seven. Yeah, what it would so look they could like. visually see what that looked yeah. like and, and well, all that. Because
2: it's, uh, it's if you've never if kids have never flown before, then they may have ideas from movies or. TV and there's a lot shows. of noises on the
3: airplane. I think they should make a first time flyers video because when you're sitting at the end, it's
2: like... right and all yeah, like the, flaps the, are going the flat, down I'm yeah. like.
3: Not, uh, <laughs>
2: And things like jerk, you know, like when the wheels go in. Well, like if you're they...
3: sitting right over the wheel housing,
2: <laughs> yeah. the, the, the air yes. in take the takeoff plane like,
3: really vibrates here until I get the wheels up.
2: Well, and so that's what we, I mean, I think we did that really well with our yeah. kids the first time we flew. And then since then, we've flown with them, like Ryan said, like, you know, one kid at a time. We haven't done any big family flying. But when we've done one kid at a time, we just remind them, okay, so we're going to go early. And like one time I had to go, so we, we have like the TSA pre-check, so we don't ever have to go through the normal line. Well, one time we bought tickets with like points and something else for one kid. Well, it ends up the kid doesn't have pre-check and we do. And You're
3: supposed to be able to take your child there.
2: You are, but only, only if, it, they're, on the only if they're on the same reservation. Only if they're on the same reservation, but because we used points and... Because
3: the particular airline we flew that time, it had to be a separate transaction. It, to, it had to be they've separate. They've actually corrected that on... Have the, they done that? The, the, it's much easier now, but when we did that, it was a separate transaction. Uh, but it...
2: So, so it was like...
3: Flight, it was with flight credits. I think that's what complicated it That's what it was, too.
2: yeah. And so... And it was just... It was just she and I, it was our oldest daughter. It was for her birthday trip, but then she and I were taking together, and we had the the pre-check. So, of course, I've got the complication of, I have a kid who does not look like me. Yeah. At the time, she was 14 and looked like she was 25. So, she has no ID, but I'm telling people she's my minor child that's Mm -hmm. with me, right? So, I had to prepare my kids for the questions they were going to get, like, who are you flying with? Who is this person? Why is she? You
3: know, why are you? Well, where are you well, going? Well, what even are you with, doing? Even with our youngest son, the TSA. Yeah.
2: Said, What's your name? We had to. Are like,
3: your parents?
2: Yes, and they. And it's. And he said, Josh. I
1: don't, think, I don't think TSA has ever asked my child, who does not look in any way like me. That, that was anything a, beyond his name. It was in Atlanta, right? Yeah, like, we, we ever haven't flown always through had that.
3: Mm. Like, like of all the airports I've ever used, like,
2: and, and again, it's
3: the world's busiest airport. There's a lot of reasons for it, but the one place the TSA has no sense of humor is Atlanta, Georgia, Hartsfield Jackson Airport. Mm. See, because on his boarding pass, it's his legal name, Joshua, mm. and the guy says to him, "What's your name, son?" Josh. And he looks at him, and he looks at me. Is that your name? I said, "Tell him Joshua." Joshua. I'm like, he, like he goes by Josh, sir. <laughs> But there were like real sticklers about it. And, and and I've flown with him twice now. And every time they look at the, look at my ID and they go, who's this? Why are you with him? Because, and, and again, I'm not mad about that. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm actually quite pleased about that. Yeah. Because there are a lot of kids who are traveling with people who don't look like them for… Nefarious reasons. Very, nefar- I was thinking the exact same word, for nefarious reasons. And so, so I'm grateful that they're vigilant about that at the airport. Yeah. It's just, though, what happens, though, for our kids, and we talked about this in the previous episode, with your fear responses. Yep. He freezes. Yep.
2: Yeah. And, and he's like, kinda like, uh, panics,
3: like, And the TSA agent's like, okay, now this now is actually... Now something's wrong. Now something's wrong, yeah. because this kid's too afraid to speak, and I'm like, yes. oh, Lord, help me, Jesus.
2: Well, right and that's now. why we had to prepare them. When, yeah, once so we, we figured out that, that they were going to do that, we had to practice, and we had to say, like, hey you know, they're going to ask you some questions. You're not in trouble. There's not, the only reason they're asking you this is because they want to make sure that we're not bad people doing bad things. And so you don't, we don't look like each other. And so that makes them wonder, are we doing something wrong? And so they're like, okay. And once we were able to kind of explain that to them and just remind them like, Hey, this is what's going to happen. But, but every step of the way, like we're experienced travelers so we know like okay you're going to put your bag on this conveyor belt it's going to go through this you're going to see it again on the other side the little mm-hmm. people are like what's happening yeah. to my stuff where is it going you know they've got their lovies in there and they're like why do they have to go through can't they walk with me you know and just kind of explaining because people have no sense of humor at going through you know there it's like they just get a little frustrated even with small children so having to just preparing them in advance for all the steps along the way. um, I I think it's really made our, I mean, we haven't had a lot of travel struggles in the airport with our kids just because I think we've, we've prepared, even our really anxious kids have done really well making sure, just because we've made sure they understood what was going on.
3: So when I said that we didn't have her on the the pre-check on her pass on her boarding pass, um, I was thinking of a different child, mm. because remember, we flew with our second daughter, yep. and that that was the one that Same we did with happened. the flight the yeah. credits, and she didn't get TSA on her boarding pass, but didn't we go to the airport and they reissued her boarding pass um, with, it? with it on because we showed our ID's?
2: I can't remember. We did something, yeah. Because we went
3: to the we went to the the, the the airline counter and they were real friendly about it. And oh we, no, they
2: had her as an unaccompanied minor. Yes,
3: they, they had her had. as an unaccompanied minor because that's what it was. That's because what it was.
2: It wasn't pre checked They wouldn't do the pre check thing. But, so, but so, so so you so you so through the line with her. Yeah. So
3: here's a, here's a tip because I want to make sure that we highlight the tip every time we're talking about these things. That if there are any tra- travel complications. Get to the airport with enough time so you can go to the actual airline ticket counter. Yeah, and take because, help because, you. Because again, you know, we live in Dallas Fort Worth. We got two options: American or or, uh, or or Southwest, right? I mean, we can fly Delta and other airlines, but those play. Those two airlines can get you anywhere you want to out of the city, and so, mm-hmm. uh, and so both of them we've had we've had to go to the ticket counter with both of them. And both of them have been really, really nice. Now, they're be; they they're not always done with the reputation as being great with adults. But when you have a minor child with you, they're super friendly yeah. and nice. Because I think part of their training is to make sure that the child isn't, isn't anxious about anything on the trip. Yeah. And so so the, the advice there is if you have any complications, um, it is easier in our experience. I will always have the capability in our experience. To get those issues resolved at the ticket counter at the airport than it is calling the airline in advance. Oh, yeah. Because –
2: you just go Ain't round no, and round a, a, through the well, it's automated like, system. It's like
3: your whole time is an hour and 57 minutes. We'll press one if you'd like us to call you back. And I, I never trust that because I did it one time and
1: they didn't call me back. So, yeah. you know, I, I guess to kind of add another little tip on top of that, if you are a heavy social media user, especially like Twitter or Instagram, um, personal, you know, direct message, the
3: airline. Yes, they're pretty responsive.
1: I, uh, Kelly and I have actually gotten faster responses by sending oh, DMs on Twitter to I've American, heard that, than huh. from sitting on hold.
3: I've heard that yeah. about hotels as well. Mm. Um, some people tell me because because of especially when when we went moved into the social media world, uh, hotels uh, the travel industry I guess in general was on the cutting edge of having people people and and bots and programs and stuff monitor mentions on social media mm-hmm. so they could immediately. Um, try to try to settle down, upset customers and same same with us. I mean we went to Pittsburgh one time and it was like ridiculously bad weather mm-hmm. but but I, that we were left, we were right, we were up, we were down, we climbed, we saw the airport, we saw the airport again out the other side of the plane. Mm. I have no idea what was going on over there, but through all of that, and I, do you remember this, that like as soon as the plane touched down and the reverse thrusters are still going and the, I mean we landed just like five seconds before the clouds opened. There was just a torrential downpour. Mm. But I remember going, and I just tweeted out, thanks to the safe ride at American Air masterful piece of flying by the crew of what because seriously it was it was a spectacular piece of flying in those difficult weather conditions and immediately american responded to me and thanked me and glad they could be in blah 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 so yeah. that, that's a really great tip to reach out to them on social media because they they employ people now who just constantly respond like yep. that um yeah, so i think that's a lot of airport trips tips yeah. what about some hotel tips
2: Well, we've had, you know, we've had all sorts of crazy experiences with hotels, you know, when they're little and you can just pile a lot of kids together, you know, like we always try and get Three kids
3: in a queen bed when they're little, right? Right,
2: right. yeah, we always try and get like the the suite if we're doing a hotel, that way we've got the fold-out couch and we can throw some kids on the couch, but now that our kids are like all adult size, like... (laughs) It's a little tougher now. Like, none of our kids are, like, we have one kid who is not an adult size, that she's, she's pretty small. Our little, our special needs daughter is, is pretty small. But even like our, our 10 year old daughter is like five, three, you know what I mean? Like she's almost as tall as I am. And so we've I got where she gets that. From. I wonder where she gets that height from. Hmm. No. Uh, so we can't quite do that anymore. And so we've had to to be more creative and we've had to start. Getting sometimes we have to get two hotel rooms. Like we
3: do, we do now. When we went to the northeast, we stayed in hotels. We had to get two rooms. And yeah, it was-
2: I mean, if we can get a two room suite, there's a few places you can get like a two room suite, and we can still make that work. Um, it's a little more complicated. I, I, I don't
3: want. I don't want to mention the brand, but there's a hotel that we frequent now because of. We
1: could talk about it. In the green room.
3: <laughs> we oh, could. We yeah. could. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, and if you and if you listen, to this and you want to, and you have a large family and you want to know. What hotel we typically stay in? There's one that that we typically stay in more than any other now because of the configuration of their rooms.
2: Yeah, because uh, it gives us like a king bed in one room and then two queens in the other and a fold-out. No, couch. that's not
3: the hotel I that's was thinking. I was thinking oh. about the one, the, the, the one you and I stayed in in Tampa. That that brand. Oh, gotcha. Because and Is that's the
2: couch because
3: the... it's got the little living room area, but it's the price of a regular hotel room, but it's configured mm. like yeah. a suite. Yeah. Um, because. You know, so this is what we did when we, we were on our epic road trip this summer. Um, Kayla and and three of our daughters took one hotel room. Me and the two boys took the other hotel room. And then our special needs daughter came with us because, uh, and that's why we like this hotel configuration, because it's hard to do in a regular hotel room, because she sleeps in a two-person tent, right? Because because if she she, she has zero idea of anything of danger right mm. and so and so if she if she wakes up during the night and she was in a bed she would just wander around and you know smash glasses and just whatever right yeah. so she has to sleep in a two-person tent yeah. when we travel and so there's enough room for us to do that and so i think that's that's part of what i would say for, for big families there are hotel chains out there that can accommodate you because because when we, one of the cities we stopped in we stayed at uh, at, at a big hotel chain at their flagship brand mm-hmm. And so while that had, you know, you go to the hotel room and had the room service menu on the desk mm-hmm. and all, that, all the stuff that you think you like, <laughs> that was not as nice as an experience yeah, for, for tiny, our family. The
2: mm-hmm. be- room was so tiny.
3: Because yeah. we had to, like, reconfigure all all non-bed furniture had to be moved to yeah. make space for, for Addison's Tents. And so, so yeah, so, so look for hotels out there that can accommodate um your big families your your special needs families and again if you want to know what those are just shoot us info at home.com and we'd be happy to tell you that and not that i don't want to tell you that but i feel like we've already done enough free advertising free Free advertising for corporate brands um so um but yeah we're happy to tell you if you just message us privately what what works for us
2: well and i think a couple you know like you talk about Addy's tent um that took us a while to kind of figure out, like, how do you travel? You know, when she was little, we had <clears throat> we could ask for a, a like a portable crib in the in the room, right? A lot of hotels will will bring in a pack and play or a portable crib or something like that. But for um, for her, once she got too big for those, we were like, mm-hmm. she's still not safe at home. She has a special bed, yeah. you know, that keeps her safe. But they and they have these like special tents tent bed things you can get that are for special needs kids but they're really expensive and they're really big you know and they're they're meant to go on top of a like a twin bed is what they're supposed to. like they kind of you put the mattress inside of them or whatever Mm -hmm. and I think it was out of necessity one time when she was probably four or five and and we were like what are we going to do with her in the hotel Mm -hmm. like because she won't just lay in the bed between us or anything like that to contain like she just she wants to jump on the bed when she gets on the bed you know like she thinks it's like a trampoline you know and so when we were able to do that we just asked for an extra set of bedding when she was really little we actually had like an inflatable little kid mattress that would go in there and it's like a one person lifeboat, it yeah, almost it's, looked like, it it's like, is. like it's, high sides on it. Ha- yeah, it's like and and she can't she's too big for it now, but it was it was perfect because it fit right inside the little tent. Yeah. But now we just ask for an extra set of bedding and we mm-hmm. you know, we pad it down with like a big comforter yeah. and then we cut she doesn't keep covers on herself anyways, so um and put some extra they've always got plenty of pillows and we make it this nice little space for her. And I mean, you could do that with just any toddler that, yep. you know what I mean? Like, so if you're, if you're struggling with like, I need a safe place for a kid in a hotel room and I'm not sure if they're going to have a pack and play or whatever. I mean, those things are little, those little, you can get the kid size tents mm-hmm. and you just pack it with you. It's like super easy well, and, to and, take. And,
3: and you can get like fun little kid tents, right? Oh like, yeah. Like, we've yeah. got yeah. one. So, like, they're, not, they're not quite two man tent, two person tents. Because they're like almost well, like, they're almost like, because like for two we, kids almost, right? right. So they're what a little small. they designed
1: for camping, right? They're designed for exactly this. Yeah, for exactly. playing at it's home. Yeah. for playing at home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it makes perfect sense to just. Use it? To, to. And
2: we have like four of them because sometimes we forget to take them and we have to go to Walmart when we get to the town um, and and buy another one. So we, yeah, we thankfully
3: have, they're $28. They're, they're
2: not super expensive. So we if you got her hit, a
3: dino one the
2: last time we went. Oh my gosh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes so I do have happens. another
3: hotel tip um, because since um, podcast listeners, I'm going to peel the curtain back here. Every time we travel, Kayla takes care of. Um, of making sure now the kids are old she doesn't do that as much but when everybody's younger they pack their bags and based on her childhood experience of her brother sneak, trying to sneak a gun on a plane check she bag. checks everybody's bags before they get on the plane uh, if we're in the car she um she she's she's in the, the, which is why we're gonna we, we don't even have time to even talk about how to manage the car and I would have to do another episode right yeah we we'll have got to do another episode about so um but but all hotel rooms and airplane rides are booked by me. Yeah, I just because 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 she's like, I just want a ticket for the plane, and I'm like, I want to sit in row 14C 14F <laughs> because the, the window is just not misaligned and it's just on the front end of the engine.
2: Yes, he researches which airplane and, and picks our flight based on the airplane we're going to fly on.
3: Wait, listen, the one time we went, <laughs> we went to Chicago and we went earlier in the day because I wanted to fly on a dreamliner because the next flight was just like some silly little 319 Airbus or something. <laughs> Well, you've been on a Dreamliner before? I have it's been spectacular. Twice. It's spectacular, right? <laughs> and so anyhow, I think that's a good reason to pick the flights we're on um she's like I said her do you know, Boeing or Airbus, and she said, "Why do you think I care <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyhow
2: how do you pick
1: so if you want some more tips on you know picking your flight based upon the airplane again. Email Ryan at info on bigyabbing.com. Yes, I'll include, to
3: tell you. I'll include the show, the show notes links to seatguru.com. It's where I get all my information on seats. Because <laughs> I'll even tell you which windows are misaligned on yeah. aircraft or something like that. that, that right?
1: I so, never really thought about that, and about the, the misaligned windows. Until it happens.
3: Yeah, and you got to lean back to look out or lean forward.
1: Or lean forward. right? And then Point. it's just and, weird. And then you feel like you're intruding on the person in front yes, of you. Yes, because
3: you got to, like, huh. put your head on their shoulder almost. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not my travel tip. <laughs> but, because, but because I book our hotels, when Kayla and I travel alone, I always request a room far from the elevator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those are actually harder because everybody wants that room. But when we travel with the kids, I always request near the elevator. Yeah. Because that way, because we've got all of the kids, all of the stuff up the elevator And as you might imagine, the hotels we stay in when we travel with all the kids have like you know four or five floors. It's not like they're 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 huge hotels, but we get off there, walk a couple of doors down in the in the room with all the stuff, all the kids. If we have to get out there quickly, it's just to the other whatever, right?
2: Well, and that's why they're not running down the entire hall yelling. They're just running a few doors from the right. You don't lose, especially
3: those. those That's more of a problem. They were younger, right? They're all at the age now where they don't mostly don't run and yell in the hotels anymore. But that's another tip I would say that when you're traveling with the kids. Request a room near the elevator. But hotels, you know, every now and then you might get some people who've like I don't know if there's a baseball tournament in town and everybody's staying and yeah. it gets a little loud or whatever. But for the most part, by the by, about you know nine or ten at night. And let's be honest, the kids aren't going to sleep before ten o'clock at night in the hotel, in any case, <laughs> right? And so, so by the time the kids have to go to bed, it's pretty settled. And so being near the elevator is not a real problem. But I would say that for our experience, because when we've got ten of us. Even when we stop at the hotel, I mean, that's quite an unpack of the car, yeah. right? And so and so being near the elevator is super helpful for us. The other mm-hmm. thing that I would say is um, is don't look for parking at the front of the hotel because you end up parking the further spot. Park around the back of the hotel because there's a door that you can open with your room key, mm-hmm. and it's usually pretty open. So we, we parked a couple of times on our road trip and then just, you know, just straight line from the car into the hotel with all the baggage and stuff because... You have to think about operational efficiency when you're – when mm-hmm. you're, because it's not like the family goes on vacation. We're actually like moving an organization from <laughs> town to town, right? It's like being on tour with a band. And I've mentioned that before, but there's just a lot of gear and a lot of people yeah. and stuff. And Especially so any, if you
1: have special needs kids. Yeah,
3: and so any place that we can, we can trim just a little bit of time and effort leads to a much better experience for our family. So those are a couple of tips that I would have.
1: Great. So, uh, you know, as Ryan alluded to, we're definitely going to need to do a second episode on traveling by car because
3: that's—it
1: uh, definitely is an episode all on its own. <laughs> that's right, for sure. So, uh, uh, tune in—you know—next time, same uh, empowered parent time, same empowered parent place, <laughs> and uh, we'll see if anybody ever actually gets that reference. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about traveling with cars, as always. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, you can email us at podcast.onebighappyhome.com. Please like and share the podcast with your friends and family, and you can find us on your favorite social platforms by searching for One Big Happy Home. And for our supporters, don't go anywhere. We have a special Green Room episode right after this. Again, if you'd like to become a supporter, you can visit podcast.onebighappyhome.com.